John Vogel, NFL Draft Blitz, sitting here with John Torchio, Wisconsin safety. John, man, some technical stuff here before we get started, but I think we got it all good now. How are you doing, dude? <laughs> good, man. Excited to, excited to talk. Yeah, so you, you've, you've been at Wisconsin, I think, your entire career, right? Yeah, five years okay. or four and yeah, a half, so five seasons. Something that's rare right now with guys coming out of college, you know, with the transfer portal being wide open, you know, you stay in there at Wisconsin. So before I kind of start asking you about, you know, your football career, I do want to ask you about Wisconsin and what that school meant to you, because obviously it has to mean something for you to stay there for five years in this current uh, environment. Absolutely. I mean, Wisconsin was definitely the perfect fit for me. Um, honestly, just as a school as a whole, if you look at it, I think socially, academically, and sport athletically, it's probably the best, one of the best mixes in the country, you know, if not top five. So um, for that, I just loved everything about it. Take, take sports away. I loved it. So that definitely helped. Right. So, you know, if I had a bad practice or, you know, I wasn't getting playing time, I would lean back on the other stuff. And I was like, this place is the place for me, you know, take football away. I'm still want to be here. So that definitely helped, but uh, also just like the culture and the guys in the locker room. I mean, those are some of my best friends They will be for the rest of my life. And, you know, I didn't want to leave them, you know, good, bad day. I still enjoyed hanging and spending time with them. So that's kind of why I love Wisconsin and never even thought about leaving. That's good, man. That's good stuff because that's another thing that's positive too, because, you know, there's like, there's so many guys that move and they transfer all around and they, you know, they, even when they got playing time, they go to a, to a better school, you know, the green's always, yeah. or the grass always greener on the other side, I guess it's like, as people like to say, mm -hmm. and, you know, just like your level of commitment to stay there five years and do it all you know continue just grind through it like you said even when you weren't getting the playing time yeah you just put your head down and work that's going to mean something to a lot of these old school scouts trust me you absolutely where, yeah like it's like oh man okay he didn't jump into all that stuff you know we can trust this guy if we want to build around him kind of thing like if he fits our culture he fits everything that we want in, our, in that mm -hmm. position room then, you know, that's something that would be positive. But, hey, so has football always been something for you that you've always done, or is this something that, you know, you started doing in high school? So, well, growing up, I kind of just played all sports. You know, I'm just kind of – I was an athletic kid, so I just kind of did everything, all different seasons. And my dad played football in college, and same with my grandpa. So, obviously, football was kind of my first love. I always liked it. But uh, I didn't play tackle until high school. There was, like, a flag football thing in our, in our town, and the tackle football wasn't great for, like, the youth. And my dad – was kind of big on hey like no need to rush going to tackle like just you know go play flag go be with your friends and so my first kind of real year tackle was freshman year I was a quarterback uh for most of high school you know when I was a junior uh they had a senior quarterback so I switched I just played safety and receiver just because I was athletic and they're like why not and then uh my senior year I played safety and quarterback so uh it's always kind of been a sport that I loved and uh even though I didn't play tackle until high school I kind of knew that if I was good enough, that was the sort I wanted to pursue, obviously, in college and forward. So you said quarterback in high school. So what is what did that do in terms of did quarterback playing that position that helped you play safety, you know, in yeah. high school? Is that something that you were able to – or the things you were able to pull from that to make you a better player? Yeah, definitely, absolutely. And honestly, Coach Leonard did a really good job of that. He knew that. And a couple other safeties in our room were quarterbacks too. So half of our meetings we would talk about, all right, what's the quarterback reading here, you know? He's looking left first, like the routes are coming from the other side to where he checks first. So just like different stuff like that and how they read defenses. I think in my mind, it helped me because I knew what a quarterback would think, right? Obviously I wasn't reading like crazy defenses in high school. Right, but <laughs> right. Just to 
be able to be in that position and kind of know the general type of things that a quarterback would think definitely helped me in high school. And then going into college, definitely helped me too. And coach Leonard did a good job of recognizing that and helping us with that too. So did you ever have, when you got to Wisconsin, you know, maybe that freshman year, cause I'm thinking you didn't, do you ever, I don't, I can't remember. Did you redshirt? Yeah, I redshirted. Okay. So you redshirted that year when you got there, was there sort of a, a moment where it kind of hits you like, Oh man, I'm like way in over my depth right now. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I was a walk on, but, um, so I kind of knew I was going to redshirt going in, you know, I, I didn't really expect the player right away. You know, I, I need to get bigger, need to get stronger and faster, obviously. So my redshirt year, I kind of just fully embraced it, you know, scout team, uh, scout team, special team, scout team defense, you know, it was fun. We took pride on the scout team of, of trying to pick off this, the QB one. I think it was Hornibrook that year, but you know, like Jonathan Taylor was on that offense. And I'm, uh, Kendrick Pryor's on the Jaguars, like different guys yeah. for on the Cowboys. So, I mean, I was getting reps against dudes who are in the league right now and starters in, in at high level. So I took advantage of that, I would, I would say, and that definitely helped me kind of getting my feet wet. And I wasn't ready to actually contribute for the actual defense, but, hey, I'm going to go try to make these dudes better and try to get better myself. So the scout or the redshirt year definitely helped me a lot, getting bigger, faster, and also just, like, adjusting to that type of football. Yeah, because, I mean, like, that, I didn't realize that you walked on. I'm glad that you said that. Uh, yeah, that's not that's a that's an important point. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, Big Ten school and yeah. Wisconsin has never really, at least not in, in recent memory, they've never really been a pushover school either. You know, so mm. that's almost an accomplishment within itself. The fact that you walked on yeah. to Wisconsin, who is typically in the mix for the Big Ten championship every year, you know, so mm. that's uh, that's really that's great stuff right there, too. But so is there so throughout your Wisconsin career? So you, you redshirted eighteen. Mm. You, know, you didn't really start getting on the field. I don't think until was it the COVID year or was it the year after that? So twenty eighteen didn't play. Obviously redshirted. Twenty nineteen, I was like the fifth string safety. Like I was not touching the field, but I was on special teams. Mm -hmm. So I was on kickoff and I was on like punt return or something. Uh, the third game of the year, we played Michigan at home. And, oh, well, the first game of the year, one of the guys tore his ACL. So now I was the fourth guy. And then that Michigan game, two guys got kicked out for targeting. Another guy got a concussion. So my first snaps at safety was as a registered freshman walk-on against Michigan at home. I remember my first snap, I think I was against, like, Peoples Jones, like, in the slot, like, one-on-one. -on -one. Like, it was, it was just crazy. And so I ended up – I played the whole fourth quarter of that game. I got a pick. Joe Milton threw me the pick. And so then the next game, the two guys were targeting were already out and the guy injured was out. So I started the next game. And so then that whole year I was a backup safety and I would rotate in at the end of games. So that was my, that redshirt freshman year, I played like, I don't know, 200 snaps with one start. And so that kind of got my feet wet. And then COVID happened and we played like five games that year. And yeah. we had three senior safeties and I, I didn't really play that much just because it was just such a crapshoot season. So I played 19, didn't really play 20 that much. And then 21, I was like the third guy and I would rotate and I probably played like 500, 600 snaps. So I played a lot more, but 19, I got my feet wet and 20, I really didn't do much. So that's my story is kind of up and down, but uh, yeah. I do want to, at some point, I do want to ask about that COVID season. I don't know if that's something we want to put on an interview, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, so, definitely interesting to say the least. Yeah, no, it must have been. So, so obviously this year, you know, was one of the 
it was it was, a, it was a interesting year for Wisconsin just because of the way that everything went down with the season you know Absolutely. Coach, coach Leonard takes over and I understand that you guys wrote a letter you know as a team basically pleading right for for coach uh Leonard to keep the job right I don't know if we wrote a letter I don't heard that but I know that myself and like pretty much every leader on the team like in the media was all very pro coach Leonard they asked us and you know we had some sound bites I'm, I'm pretty sure I said you know like they'd be dumb not to hire him like stuff like that which like, right. looking back like maybe I shouldn't have said it but coach Leonard's my, <laughs> like like coach Leonard's my guy you know like I he's the reason I was so successful at Wisconsin like he's the reason that defense is top 15 in the country every year so he was our guy and we wanted him to be the coach and you know I'm, I they even asked me after Fickle who I I love Fickle. He's a great guy. And I think he's going to do great things, but I'm still going to ride with coach Leonard. Like that, that's my guy. So we all really wanted him and we love coach Chris too, obviously, but um, yeah, it was definitely a crazy year and to have three head coaches in the span of one season is definitely uh, uncharted territory. So it's definitely something. That yeah, no. Game. So, so what I, I did, what I do want to ask about that too, what led to him becoming the head coach in the bowl game? Cause I don't think I've ever seen that before. Yeah, me neither, honestly. And um I think his thought process was he just wanted to be around us and like get to know us. And he felt that the best way to do that was be around us during bull prep. And he, he didn't even, he didn't really coach like a position group or anything. He just kind of was at practice. He was the only new coach at practice. All the other new coaches just out recruiting. So, but um, he was at practice. He just had the whistle and, you know, he, he was just kind of like a, the head coach, but didn't, he wasn't like doing much actual on field coaching. I think he honestly just wanted to see, you know, guys interact, you know, certain guys play. And then at the bowl game, it was kind of the same thing. You know, he was in charge of timeouts and stuff like that, but he wasn't really actually coaching. He was more just there to get to know us and be around us, which I respect for him. You know, as a guy who's coming into a new program, you want to, you want to get to know people as fast as you can. So, I mean, he did a good job of respecting the coaches that were there and letting them finish out the year, but he also did what he needed to do and like tried to get to know us the best. So moving on to your game, because you, you're going to have an interesting skill set. And I think that there's going to be some guys that are really going to like you. And there's going to be some guys that really don't like you. Right. I just, <laughs> and I think that's, there's, it's, it's just a polarizing type skill set that you have because to me, your greatest strength on the field is your football intelligence and your instinct. Mm -hmm. Like you're always in, in the right position. It seems like very rarely is torch and out of position. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that being considered, is do you think that's the greatest strength that you have to your game or is there some are there other things there too that maybe people overlook when they look at you on tape yeah absolutely i would definitely say my iq and i would just say like my instincts i'd probably say my instincts first i just have really good like a knack for the ball honestly um but i think that kind of goes hand in hand with my football iq but uh i think that kind of like you said earlier, you know, the knock, right? Athleticism or whatever, if that's my, that's my knock. I think mm -hmm. having football IQ and having great instincts like makes up for that. You know, if, I, if I'm a step behind, cause I, let's say I'm on, not athletic enough, the, the knowledge of, Hey, this is happening or this is where I need to be will help me make that step up, you know? So I think, I think that's, that could get blown out of portion of all oh, the athleticism, but I think the IQ and the instincts definitely make up for it. And I would say that definitely is my biggest strength on the football field. And so also you picked off, it was Aiden O'Connell, right? Twice this year. Yeah. So, so you want to talk a little bit about that too, and maybe what you were seeing on those plays. Cause I think both of them, you kind of jumped the route. Yeah, absolutely. The first one was like a cover three and uh, we were dropping to the field and uh, they kind of had a tendency on their first third down of every game. They like to run that little return route. And so 
they motioned the guy out of the backfield and I, in my mind, I instantly kind of knew like, all right, here it comes. We talked about this all week and I just didn't want to be too early. So, you know, so I tried to bait him a little bit, hold back and try to get him to think it was open. And I just jumped it. And, uh, and then the second one, we were in cover three and I was the weak hook, but we've been, me and Coach Leonard have been working on kind of flashing show, like I'm a cover two safety and make them think that the middle field was open and then come down. So on that first, on that second one, it was cover three by flash. And so he thought it was cover two. And then once his the eyes middle. came off of me, I just went right where it was because he thought I was in cover two. Yeah. So that's kind of, those were kind of both the picks right there, both cover three, but I was kind of in different spots. And see, that's why I wanted to ask about that too, because I knew there's going to be a story to that. And, yeah. You know, that also kind of points out too how you got, how well you guys were prepped, you know, going into a mm -hmm. game where you picked up on a tendency like that, where they're going to run this on the first third down of the game. Like that is oddly specific, right? But yeah, again, absolutely it's not something that you hear a lot of college guys talk about, I guess is my point. And so I guess that says a lot about your prep. It says a lot about the prep that the coaches had with you guys and what coach Leonard had you guys doing too. So obviously Absolutely. Aiden's going to be an NFL quarterback, you know? Yeah. Definitely. I don't know if Absolutely. he's going to, I don't know if he'd be a starter someday. He might be a low key, low end kind of guy, but you know, yeah. you look at his game and you see a lot of similarities to someone like, let's say Joe Burrow. I'm not saying he is Joe Burrow. Don't take it that way. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah the timing concepts, trying to understand what you're going to do and throw a perfect ball. That's kind of his game. Yeah. So absolutely. the fact that you were able to get on there and pull two of those away from him, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty dope. You didn't throw a lot of picks either. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because the year before I picked him off, that was the first pick of my season. Uh, 2021 was against O'Connell. Oh, so you've got three against Aiden. <laughs> so oh, there's man. kind of a joke. I mean, O'Connell's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Former yeah. walk-on also as well. So yeah. much respect for him, but, uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny. There, there was jokes about like the O'Connell type thing. I don't know. Purdue coach, coach Leonard just much must have a good game plan for Purdue because I'm always in the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just against Purdue there, Torch. It's uh, it's a little bit more <laughs> just against Purdue. That's so. <laughs> so when we start, like you've already, you know, we've already touched on it a little bit, but I think that the biggest weakness in your game is the lack of athleticism, and you can make up for some of that with the instincts, you know, in the in the IQ, the intelligence. But the other thing, too, is, you know, when you're going to go out there and you're going to test, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know if you're going to do the combine. I don't know if you're going to end up doing it a pro day. I don't know how how that's all going to turn out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're testing. You're going to have to hit those certain numbers, those certain thresholds. And if you don't, there's automatically going to be a bunch of X's that go through your name. So what are some of those other things that you're trying to shore up as we go into this offseason right now? you know, yeah. and, and kind of tell teams, Hey, this is not going to be a problem in the future in my game. No, absolutely. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not oblivious to the fact that that's going to be the thing that I need to prove to people, right. I'm a realistic guy. I'm, I, I know for a fact that is what I need to prove, but that's what this training I think is going to be for, you know, my speed first and foremost, I, I need to get that 40 time down. Um, honestly, I don't know what my 40 is. We didn't really run like that many forties at Wisconsin, but I have a good idea where I am and I have a good sense of how, where I could get it to. So I'm excited for that. And then I think just like my numbers in general, right. So Bert and then the five, 10, five and L drill, you know, I'm not too worried about my strength. I, I think I'm, I think I'm strong enough. You know, oh, yeah, no, I'm not worried about your strength either, man. Yeah. So, I mean, so I think, I think definitely the thing is going to be right. The running drills, right. Or the, my times. So I think that's kind of what I'm going to use this obviously training session to really focus on and hone in on that is definitely just my times and, be able to show people that I am athletic enough to play. And I do think I am athletic enough. There's, there's no doubt in my mind, but I understand why that is a knock and that's fine. I'm, I'm excited to go through it. So 
you said you said the training that you've got going on. Can you elaborate a little bit on you know what who are you training with and and what's kind of going on with all of that right now? Yeah, so I'm going to I'm training at Landau Performance in Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I don't know too much other than that. I'm, I was going to go yesterday, but I'm going to play in the CGS College Gridiron Showcase whatever on yep. Saturday. So Major and I decided I'd rather just go straight there and then go to Denver. No point in training for like two days and going. So uh, I haven't I haven't gone to Landau yet, obviously. So I, haven't, I don't know much, but I'm excited to go there. And obviously, their kind of track record with guys in the NFL and what they've done is pretty impressive. So I'm excited to get there and uh, start working. Yeah, so CGS is a good event, too, because – uh, in terms of, you know, you're not, it's not going to be like a scrimmage per se, but just OTAs, a lot of NFL teams go down there because a couple of years ago uh, when COVID was still kind of raging, it was still a thing, that was in 2021, um, you had all these all-star games that got canceled that year. Shrine got canceled, NFLPA yeah. got canceled. The, the CGS was one of the only ones that was still going, I think. I think it was, I think the senior bowl ran that year and I think it was the CGS. Yeah. So all these NFL teams got familiar down there and that was great. They liked it. You know, yeah, that was, yeah. was a great setup, you know, cause they do a good job making sure that you know, players talk to NFL, get a lot of interview time and all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, that's a great, that's going to be a great uh, opportunity for you to go there. But is there a specific thing that you're wanting to kind of start to prove, start to set the record straight there? At CGS? Yes. Um, I don't know if there's one kind of thing, but I'm just excited to go out there so people can see that I'm, I'm just a football player, right? Just have a nose for the ball and uh, make plays. That's kind of my biggest strong suit. That's what I showed most this year. So I'm, kind of, I'm excited for that, you know. It's, it's easy to sit around and talk about, you know, some knocks that you, some knocks that you have or some things that you think are strong, but just to pad up and go play football and have people watch me, that's, that's going to be my strong suit. That's going to be my best selling point why that people should take me or why I should sign somewhere. So I'm excited to just get out there, you know, show them that I'm just a football player and whatever, you know, cover two, cover three, like go man up the tight end, any, anything that they kind of want to see, I'm excited to go show them. So, yeah. So then I guess the last question that I have for you, because like you said, people are always focusing on flaws. This, that's what this process is all about. If you've ever, yeah. if you sit back, it's really about, okay, what can this guy not do? You know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's, that's the approach and that's the, you know, like, you know, as, as, a, as an evaluator, as people that kind of, you know, we watch tape and you know, we're constantly looking at different guys and studying different things. That is the, the constant is what can this guy yeah. not do? And so it's a very negative process in general, just because of that focus and constantly looking for all the flaws and all that. But yeah. if, you, if you're walking out of a meeting, you finished up, what is the message that you want left in uh, that team's head when they walk out of there? What is that impression that you want them to think of John Torchia? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd probably say a couple of things. You know, first thing, like I said, it, I'll say it again, just football player. You know, I think you see that in the league a lot, you know, oh, measurables, this, aren't that, but that guy's just a damn good football player. And, you know, that's a guy we want. So I think that's the first thing I want people to think of when they think of me is just he's a damn good football player. And other than that, just, you know, personality, culture, type of guy who will fit perfect in it within a spot, you know, worked hard. It's obviously going to be a part of special teams first couple of years and excited to be a part of that. But um, I would probably say that's the main thing, you know, football player. This is kind of a tangent off this question, but my roommate for two years in college was Jack Sanborn. 
And he's the first thing that comes to my mind, right? Football player. He, yeah. he didn't get drafted last year. Guy who definitely probably should have got drafted, but what, he had short arms and they, they weren't sure he's a tackler or something. Guy starts for five weeks and leads the NFL in tackles, which is just funny, right? But, you know, what, what like uh, Brian, I forgot his last name. The guy who always does the uh, clips on Twitter. You know, he always, he always posts things about Sam Warren's, uh, you know, oh, look, it's just a damn good football player. And every time I see that, you know, I just kind of smile because it's true because he is a football player. So, you know, seeing that and kind of seeing his process kind of made me laugh. And I kind of think, you know, damn, you know, I could maybe see myself in a spot like that where it's like, oh, people question things. But I'm just a football player just like he was. So I'm uh, excited to show it. But that's the main thing I want people to take away from me. Yeah, good stuff, Torch, man. You know, I think, you're, I think you'll be fine. And like you said, it's all about the opportunity, right? That's, that's yeah. the end of the day. It's all about getting the opportunity and showing all that stuff. And I think that you'll get that. I think you'll show that all really well. Absolutely. So, uh, 